Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And this would be our number two of The Rob Carson Show. There is much to get to. Uh, some serious, some not so much. Also, uh, special guests on the show today. We're going to be talking about uh, what the hell's going on with North Korea and uh, and Russia. And we'll talk to Colonel John Mills. He's awesome. He is the former director of cybersecurity uh, policy for the DOD. And he's got this uh, book, The Nation Will Follow. We've had him on before. But, you know, there's some... There's some really uh, awful things happening around the world because the United States is broadcasting weakness, is projecting weakness because we have a weak man in office who's very corrupt and uh, and for sale. So all of that is coming up. Just uh, real quick, FBA, FDA has uh, ruled that the ingredient in Benadryl and Sudafed from pharmacy, pharmacy shelves doesn't work. And listen, I, I've always do the, you know, I get these uh, allergy attacks. I don't know, they happen certain times of the year. I guess it's hay fever and my nose will just shut up. And then somebody will tell me, you got to get some Benadryl, or you got to get some, you know, whatever. And, and it usually doesn't unclog my nose. What does is a nasal spray. And I don't do nasal sprays, because nasal sprays, depending on what you use, they can mess with your heart rhythm. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, I know this, because I, I had a stress test of my heart like 18 years ago, and I, and I, I took uh, some Afrin that morning. And then I got in there, and they said, hey, man, there's something going on here, blah, blah, blah. I said, what's going on? And they said, did you do any nasal spray today? And I said, yeah. And if it's not nasal spray, they'll say, uh, are you a smoker and do you do cocaine? But it was nasal spray. But they say that, uh, that it doesn't work. Apparently this uh, Benadryl plus cough congestion, Sudafed, PE, Tylenol, cold and flu and, uh, and night. Uh, they say that the, uh, the active compound in those is, uh, is kind of worthless. I don't, I don't know what to believe, I, honestly, from the FDA, because the FDA rubber stamps uh, new, uh, new vaccines for variants we don't even know about. So who the hell knows? To be quite honest, but the uh, drug is contained in almost uh, $1.8 billion in sales by Big Pharma last year. So who the hell knows? I don't know. Oh, with this, did you, did you, uh, I don't know if you guys are, uh, are like uh, me. We watch a little HGTV in the house. We like that stuff because it's, uh, I don't know, it's just mindless fun. It's, there's no curse. I'm not against cursing, trust me. Trust me. Uh, if you'd ever heard me put together a piece of Ikea furniture, you'd know that I don't have a problem with cursing. But we watch the shows because they're innocuous, they're nice, you get to see a happy ending. <laughs> that sounded weird. Uh, you know, like under Hunter Biden, he paid for a lot of those. But, uh, but you know, it's always nice, you get the reveal, and then my wife and I like that. And, well, they just did the uh, Barbie house, right? They did this Barbie house. That HGTV did. We watched that. It was, you know, whatever. Who cares? But the Brady Bunch, they, they took the Brady Bunch house and they, and they made it up and they spent a ton of money on it. They bought the thing for $3.5 million. They wanted, they put another uh, five, another, uh, no, they put a two, couple million dollars in, a, a million eight in it. And then they tried to sell this Brady Bunch house, the original Brady Bunch house. A woman bought it, but they ended up paying a whole lot less than HGTV had invested in it. 
So uh, the Brady Munch house that they redid and everything, complete with the AstroTurf in the back. They had some uh, bidding wars. Miley Cyrus wanted it. Lance Bass wanted it all that. But they ended up selling it to this woman, and she's going to make it into, I guess, I would assume a- a- Airbnb, because who wants to live in the Brady Bunch? I don't. I don't. Uh, you know. So that's kind of funny. Um, top Republican says there's a potential for DHS Secretary Mayorkas impeachment inquiry. The Sound of Freedom's Tim Ballard is slamming the Biden administration for border, pol- border policies allowing horif- horrifying child sex trafficking. And he's speaking in front of the Homeland Security uh, Committee. And they're saying that an impeachment of Mayorkas could be uh, very real. And it should happen because he is, uh, he's not only uh, failing on the border, he not only uh, went after Border Patrol agents for supposedly whipping Haitians, which was a lie, and never, never apologized for that. But also, he's in charge of the DHS, which was in charge of the biggest censorship campaign since the, f- the former Soviet Union. Since the former Soviet Union. And, uh, by the way, DHS agent Tim Ballard will be featured in the hearings today. He's the guy who the Sound of Freedom was based on. And uh, he says that there are very concerning details that will be revealed during Ballard's testimony that will shock the American public and possibly lead to an impeachment, including the fact that the Biden administration, listen to this, has lost track of over 85,000 unaccompanied minors that have come across the border into the U.S. over the last several years. And many of them are kidnapped, they're being trafficked, they're being raped. And Kamala Harris is the border czar. And she hasn't even been able to locate the problem. It's kind of funny. But you know, there are other people who can know other things. Here's Tucker Carlson talking about Greg Abbott. He's the governor of Texas where Ken Paxton is being literally impeached without evidence. But uh, Greg Abbott could be doing something about the border, but he is not. How many Texans do you think are all on board with letting 7 million people cross into their state illegally? What percentage? Zero. Zero. I don't care what your race or national origin. Nobody is for that. That's insane. Has the governor of Texas done anything meaningful to stop that? No. Shut it down. The Republican governor? He's got a National Guard. Yep. He's the commander-in-chief of the National Guard. And it's Texas, so they're all large. And they have double-stack magazines in their sidearms. You think they couldn't stop that in a week if they... Of course. Just Hmm. assemble along the border. We're not not doing this. No, he refuses to do that. Yeah, you know what? I'm just tired of do-nothing politicians in general. And, And, you know, honestly, I don't think there's any more abuse of your citizenry in texas than having an open border greg abbott that should be your number one priority and bleep the federal government if they don't want to play along i have a funny feeling that if there was a confrontation between the federal government and texas i'm thinking texas would win on this one yeah yeah joe biden's impeachment inquiry a lot of uh, reporters are already defending joe biden we know that according to newsmax this morning joe biden has sent out a memo Sent out a memo to Fox News, the New York Times, the Associated Press uh, to uh, go after the impeachment effort. (laughs) Go after the impeachment effort. Literally, it says, it's time for the media to ramp up its scrutiny of House Republicans for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies. 
That's what. They, well, yesterday one of these uh, one of these reporters. This is, I believe, she's Australian. You could tell by her accent, she's Australian, and, uh, and she confronted uh, Representative Scott Perry about this from Pennsylvania, and she said, "Are there really any charges, or is this a matter of revenge? Is it just political revenge? You know, like the seven years of Donald Trump with the two impeachments, including one that was built on nothing and the other one that was built on nothing and happened after he left office." Yes, ma'am. Can I just ask, what actual evidence do you have as opposed to? Allegations, allegations to show to the American public that would merit an actual impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden and prove that today isn't just about some of you. Oh, I don't know. McCarthy for the sake of enacting political revenge. revenge. Uh, this isn't about political <laughs> revenge. We have the bank accounts. We oh, can yeah. see, ma'am, you can see that the homes that the Bidens own can't be afforded on a, on a congressional or Senate salary. You also understand that it's not normal for family members to receive millions of dollars from overseas interests. Yeah, how is this revenge there? Things aren't normal. That's not normal to have 20 shell, shell country, companies. These things are not normal, and it alludes to not only just widespread corruption, yeah. but money laundering, if not influence peddling itself. Oh, and yeah. we also have the president, the vice president at the time, on record saying that the prosecutor was fired. Well, son of a bitch, the prosecutor was fired, right? Because the prosecutor was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over to the attorneys. There you go, you know. You know why I think that Joe Biden is corrupt and his son and his family? Because I'm not stupid. Yeah, I, you know why I knew that Russia collusion was a hoax? Oh, because I'm not stupid. That's why I say it. There's so much evidence that if you appear and you say, oh, it's revenge. Is it political revenge? Are you doing political revenge? Is there any evidence at all? Well, I don't know, dummy. Why don't you try being a reporter? <laughs> you know, how about that? How about that? And then there's this. There's a headline. It begins, Senior Washington Post columnist calls on Biden not to run in 2024. President Biden should not run in 2024, reads the headline in the Washington Post. This is a column by David Ignatius. I don't follow him. And uh, David Ignatius, apparently big MSNBC favorite. I don't watch MSNBC. I just catch the clips, and that's enough to make me want to, you know, uh, close the garage door and turn on the car. Anyway, Ignatius cites two big liabilities. His age, it's not his age, it's his brain, and his running mate Kamala Harris. It's not her age, it's her brain. As the reasons for Biden to step aside uh, for the success of the ultimate mission stopping the nightmare of President Donald Trump returning to the White House. Well, I thought that Donald Trump couldn't win. In a general, isn't that the line they were using just a few weeks ago? Even Republicans were telling me, well, you know, hey, uh, Donald Trump can't win in the general. I mean, this may be all night and everything, right? but uh, Donald Trump can't win in the general. Really? No, he can 77% of the public, including 69% of Democrats, think that Joe Biden is too infirmed, I won't say old, to be effective for four more years. And uh, Kamala Harris is even less popular than Joe Biden, with a 39.5% approval rating. And I told you every day that the Republicans or the Democrats wake up, they wake up in a, in a, in a flop sweat, freaking out. That Joe Biden is their president and Kamala Harris is uh, second in charge. She's in the on-deck circle, as it were. <laughs> And then there's this. Here's some breaking news. You ready for some breaking news? Here's some breaking news. A CIA whistleblower is saying that uh, Tony Fauci and the CIA paid off analysts to bury the findings that the lab leak was actually the source of COVID. So they had a little working relationship with the Wuhan lab. I know I'm as surprised as you are, but everything you suspected appears to be true. 
Duh. New allegations this morning from an unnamed CIA whistleblower claiming the agency offered hush money to analysts. Jim Gossett. Everybody was Kung Flu lying. As Anthony Fauci. The CIA was trying. They would pay you for denying. Your silence they were buying. There was a massive cover up about the Wuhan leak. We blamed it all on Vance. Our explanation was so weak. But the CIA, we know they had a scheme. Approach the analysts and bribe the whole darn team. They were confused, deceiving. It was beyond believing. Falsehood you were receiving. Don't they know that's my job? Why aren't those agents leaving? The CIA, they were subscribing to Kung Flu bribing. Kung Flu yeah, bribing. You know, and I said Kung through uh, all of this, uh, you're being played. And I was right. I mean, you, know, you were played on, uh, well, you weren't played because you listened to my show and you knew the truth that Russia collusion wasn't real. Durr, you know, all of these things. All of the stuff that they called misinformation and disinformation. I told you that if the deep state, the mainstream media, and big tech all said that what you believe is disinformation or misinformation or say it is or block you on social media, they know you know the truth. And here we go. Rand Paul was on with, uh, with Eric Bowling last night on Newsmax to talk about this because apparently what happened was senior-level CIA officer told House leaders that his agency tried to pay off six analysts who found that the COVID virus originated in Wuhan. Yeah, and if they changed their position, they got a whole bunch of money for it. Isn't that interesting? Huh. So a select committee on the coronavirus pandemic at Winstrup uh, Mike Turner requested documents, communications, and pay into the CIA's COVID discovery team by September the 26th. Six of the seven members of the team believed the intelligence and science were sufficient to make low-confidence assessment that COVID originated from the Wuhan lab, but apparently they were paid off. Here's Rand Paul. But now we have this evidence today. This is a CIA whistleblower. This is a senior person who's been there for many decades who says that the initial vote when they voted, the scientists who looked at the evidence voted, they voted six to one to say that this actually came from the lab. And then somebody intervened with a bonus somehow what? or with money, what? which sounds uh, illegal on the base of it. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to have to get to the bottom of this. If this is true, you know, this cover up goes deeper than any of us even imagined. Uh-huh. There are also rumors who got to Fauci. Did Fauci, is he the top of the food chain? Or was he also visiting the CIA and getting information or orders from the CIA as well? Yeah, a whole lot of people in the uh, NIH and the CDC got commissions for uh, uh, the vaccine, among other things. You know, this is just the many layers that we're going to have to unpeel when Joe Biden is out of office. Uh, Coming up, a little more uh, Rand Paul audio, including why they kept the Wuhan lab a secret. Your phone calls are welcome, too, at 800-922-6680. Let's take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show. We'll be back in a second. Uh So the CIA offered to pay off analysts in order to bury their findings that said that the... uh, 
the virus came from the Wuhan lab, which we all knew it came from the Wuhan lab. And, you know, everything that we were told about the Wuhan lab, we were told that you couldn't think that it came from China, that it was made by man. On and on. Everything has been a lie. Our federal government is lying about every single thing. And I, and I, I said this two years ago. I said these dominoes are falling. The truth will come out. It's the burning twister board. Right hand yellow is uh, is uh, the southern border is open. No, you better cover it up. No, it's not. No, it's okay. Left hand green. Uh, uh, you know, wearing a mask will prevent COVID. No, 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 no. It's showing. It's not. Put it out. Put it out. I could go on and on. The twister board is on fire. And every time they try to put out with the the, the Biden administration and the mainstream media, try to put out these fires. Another fire starts, and it's going to become so overwhelming, the abject corruption of the federal government, that it's, it's unstoppable, that this revolution is unstoppable. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, they're going to try a lot of things in same crap. I mean, they're, they've been, they're uh, you know, indicting Donald Trump four times. They're trying to uh, sue to get him off of the ballot. It's going to get much stranger than this. But you have to realize that, that the truth is getting out there. And nobody's going to be able to cover up this amount of, of truth. So it has got to be stay strong. But the, but the latest is that some people, the CIA paid off people to say, oh, yeah, I don't think the, the virus came from uh, the Wuhan lab. Here's uh, Rand Paul to talk about why that happened. But they were doing it because uh, they saw that Donald Trump was for it, so they needed to be against it. So there were people, analysts, actually suppressing information on the lab leak yeah. because they considered lab leak to be associated with Donald Trump, and they were anti-Donald Trump. Wow. That's one possibility. Wow, that's one. The other possibility it's is yeah. that they see relations with China and our interaction with China being more important than the truth, and so they didn't want to anger the Chinese and disrupt our scientific cooperation. This is essentially what Fauci and Collins were saying in emails back to each other, that if this became known as coming from a lab, that it would disrupt the business of science. Do you know how evil that sounds? Does that sound like what an evil villain would say while hundreds of thousands of Americans are dying from this virus that they created in a lab in Wuhan, China that we helped pay for. Do you know how profoundly evil that is? Do you know how badly somebody needs to go to jail for this? And here is uh, Eric Bowling with Rand Paul asking the obvious question. But if it came from science, if it came from a lab, it's already pre-adapted for humans and spreads more quickly. So even our health response needed to know whether it came from lab or from animals. But all indications are that this was pre-adapted huh. in a laboratory huh. to become more infectious for humans. Weird. And the, the uh, American government, led by Anthony Fauci, funded this effort through a decade's how, work. How is that not fund. homicide? How is this not murder? How, whoa, how is this whoa, not? Whoa. Senator Fauci knew if he did. What, what am I missing? Very quick. He should be culpable. He should be brought before us and he should be made to tell the truth. We have a mountain of evidence, though, because we have his emails. So we essentially know that he lied to the public from the beginning. Privately, he actually believed it came from the lab. Publicly, he called it conspiracy theory. So uh, the big lie began from the beginning, but it was mostly to cover up his connection and his responsibility for funding this research in China. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's basically what happened. And uh, uh, the uh, reporter was confronted. He confronted uh, spokesman Matt Miller about uh, the U.S. stonewalling on uh, gain of function. And old Matt, he didn't, he didn't like that very much, not one little bit. I think he's on fire here. How much money went from USAID to this, to the work at Wuhan and to their collaborator, Ralph Barrick, at the University of North Carolina uh, to create, the, to collect and make 
coronaviruses that are weaponized, that um, are more deadly. So I, first of all, reject the implicit accusation. In I don't question, care. And I do not have at my finger. I, 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 I do not. I do not have at my fingertips the particular details of USAID. Are you saying question. for certain? Are you saying for certain go, that go, no go, USAID go, money go, went to the uh, Wuhan I, Institute I, I've of Virology? Question. Go ahead. No, please tell me. Do you? you, know, do you, I, you I, are you I, stating I, that no? Oh, he's already moved on from the question. You're not going to get an answer on that. All right. Well, like I said, the truth is coming out. Uh, you know, all we need to do is just add a little kindling to that fire, then set back and watch it burn. Colonel John Mills coming up next to talk about what's going on with the collaboration between Iran, North Korea, Russia, and whatnot. This is The Rob Carson Show. Imagine this. It's the dead of the night. You're lying in bed. Suddenly you hear something go bump. What's your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution, the new MC-14T tip-up pistol from EAA Corp. and Gerson. This game-changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength, disabilities, or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this. The MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodbye to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back down, and you're ready to fire. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boasting a 13-plus-1 round capacity, with its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense, complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience available with all EAA Corp distributors, starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit EAACorp.com today. That's EAACorp.com. This is a Wednesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. If you uh, miss any of the show, make sure to check out the podcast. We take the entire show. We make it into a two-part podcast. I know, I know. You're like, oh my God, is it Christmas already? No, it's free. All you got to do is go to Newsmax.com slash listen. You'll hear Jerry Callahan. You'll also hear, uh, uh, let's see, Greg Kelly. He's got a podcast. Of course, they all pale in comparison to mine. But, you know, they're part of the team. Uh, <laughs> Newsmax.com slash uh, listen. Uh, Colonel John Mills joins us on the Newsmax hotline, former director of cybersecurity policy, the Department of Defense, author of The Nation Will Follow. And again, he is on the Newsmax hotline, frequent Newsmax contributor. Uh, Colonel, how are you today? Hey, Rob, doing great. Thank you. Always an honor to be on your show. Well, it's it's great to have somebody with uh, real expertise on this. Uh, I don't try to be an expert on everything because I can't be, and uh, and you have uh, certainly devoted your life to what you do. Let me ask you this. Uh, the first big question was Kim Jong-un's train ride to Moscow to uh, to deliver, I guess, uh, artillery munitions to Russia. What does this mean, this partnership, to us? Well, this is very interesting. This meeting was all about three numbers, 152, 122, and 762. That's the 152 and 122 millimeter artillery rounds that Putin needs so uh, badly and is using so many of in Ukraine, and also the 762 uh, rifle and machine gun ammunition. So it's all about that, but it also begs further questions. 
are we going to start seeing South, uh, excuse me, to the North Korean volunteers on the battlefield, uh, like the Korean War era? Are, we, are they going to, you know, individuals and units are going to start popping up to uh, supplement the uh, the Russian forces? Uh, bottom line, uh, Putin needs uh, arms and uh, weapons and and personnel. Uh, North Korea needs cash. So it's it's a very interesting dynamic that. Uh, will change, potentially change the entire Ukraine war that is going on right now. But again, that's just that's just one theater uh, with the with the showdown with the China led um, uh, agreement to take down America. And China is the senior partner by far. And you uh, you are convinced that China does have a plan. And I've seen some of the evidence that China does have a plan. And if you look at all of the hallmarks of the last three years, you would see the uh, the hallmarks of a Maoist revolution in the United States. So you're saying that this has happened. I've been saying for a while that uh, we've been in the middle of a civil war, in a war with China. We're in the middle of it right now. Would you uh, Would you agree with that? Well, absolutely. I mean, it's unrestricted warfare, uh, a, a book uh, on their plan, which has essentially become their Clausewitzian manual on how to take down America. That's from 1999 by two Chinese colonels, unrestricted, uh, unrestricted warfare by all means. Now, there is a formal, essentially, treaty in effect in fall of 2021 signed by uh, China and Russia, the No Boundaries, No Limits Agreement, which is, a, a fact, it, it essentially the agreement to take down America and topple uh, topple America, and uh, they uh, they they want they do not want a an American led world system or an American led world. They want a Chinese led world, and that is what's going on here. That's what it's all about. And we just saw the BRICS in uh, South Africa, where they essentially came up with a plan to replace the dollar as the world's reserve currency. That's their their first and foremost goal is re- replacing the dollar. Uh, but um, hey, the, the COVID virus, now we find out that six CIA analysts were bribed to keep their mouths shut about the possible origin of the virus. This is absolutely disgraceful, shocking, and outrageous. Um, but yeah, by whatever they're going to do, whether it's fentanyl, 10,000 dead every month, Philadelphia, you know, the Kensington district, 10,000 dead a month in America from fentanyl, 100% from China, now made under Chinese supervision in northern Mexico. If 10,000 dead a month, that's 120,000 a year. That's more than we lost in 40 years of combat in the entire Vietnam War and the War on Terror. If that's not compelling and evidence of their their uh, uh, war on America, I frankly don't know what to say. Well, I said this at the beginning of the uh, the fentanyl crisis, that these uh, the fentanyl is being slipped into medication that looks like prescription medication, so a lot of young people People are going online to find uh, a Xanax or another pill like that, and they're finding out it's been adulterated with uh, fentanyl. That's murder, Colonel Mills. That is murder. That is warfare against the United States. Would you not consider that to be murder, disguising fentanyl in common medication? Yeah, this is mass poisoning. This is just mass murder. This is not a drug issue. Everybody just, oh, well, we need treatment. We need this. No, 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 no. This is, this is mass 
poisoning. It is mass murder. And now China is, you know, there's four Chinese nationals that have been indicted by the Department of Justice for their supervision, because now they are now supervising the drug cartels in ungoverned space in northern Mexico. And this is why the authorization to use military force is being discussed in Congress, because now they are in northern Mexico because it's far more efficient for them to send the formulary components to northern Mexico. Chinese paramilitaries oversee the final assembly into the different components, like you said, uh, fake pharmaceuticals. Um, so they are overseeing the, the former drug cartels. The drug cartels are essentially now subcontractors are operating under the supervision of China. This is war. We're losing 120,000 people a year. Uh, American citizens a year. This is this is insanity. If that's not compelling, I frankly don't know what to say. So, Colonel, uh, Colonel you're you're uh, with your military expertise, and and I proposed this uh, a long time ago. Uh, we send in special forces. We paint targets. We uh, we blow up uh, the manufacturing facilities. We blow up the uh, the mansions of the uh, drug lords, uh, and we declare war that way. Send in drones, whatever it takes. What would your uh, plan be if we were going to declare war on the drug lords, who effectively, by the way, are running Mexico? Yeah, that, that's we need we need an authorization to use military force. I think there's a growing bipartisan consensus that we need that. This this cannot be handled as a just a my uh, just a demand issue. Americans are demanding these. No, 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 no. This is totally different. We do need a legally an authorization to use military force. Then we can once we have that. And Mike Waltz uh, from Florida, Representative Waltz from Florida, is one of the leaders on this. But many others are are, are supporting this. And that's when you can start using and uh, cr creating this as uh, as a Department of Defense Title Ten mission. Advance we send advanced force operate operators down there to start uh, um, setting up the situation for military strikes, and then we take uh, we make an example out of. Uh, some of the factories, and by declaring the Chinese paramilitaries and northern military, calling them paramilitaries, that's a legal term, meaning they are, they are lawful combatants on the battlefield. The Chinese nationals can then be dealt with appropriately. But that's once we make an example out of one of these um, one of these factories in northern Mexico making the deadly fentanyl drugs, uh, it's amazing how this problem is going to suddenly go away uh, after we make the example. And if we have, if we have to see, I, I would uh, do. I would do this in, in combination with telling uh, Mexico that uh, you shut down this border or all trade and travel and everything ends in Mexico. We'll give you to Friday. That's what I would do. I would do a two-front uh, approach, like you mentioned, special forces, to, uh, to militarily target the manufacturers of these drugs that are coming to the United States. And then, a uh, like, like Donald Trump did, Donald Trump said, send troops to the border or we're going to put a 25% tariff on all cars. I think we ought to take it even further. Let me ask you this, uh, Colonel John Mills. Uh, there are a lot of talk about World War III. Um, we have managed to stumble and bumble our way into wars in the past. Um, what do you? What's happening right now with uh, with Ukraine? Our de facto war with Russia, sending billions of our dollars to Ukraine, not uh, requiring an itemized list. What's the state of the war, Russia Ukraine, and the possibility we get dragged into something much worse? 
Well, this is dragging on far longer. I mean, Russia's promise to China as part of that, literally, there were meetings between Xi and Putin in advance of uh, Russia's invasion of uh, Ukraine. Uh, Putin said 90 days. Well, here we are almost two years later and, uh, you know, uh, uh, excuse me, 72 hours, excuse me, 72 hours, and here we are almost two years later. So this is becoming, I mean, it's, 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 it's a horrible situation. It's, it's not going to go away. Putin and she will not relent, but it is essentially the advanced element of the in overall showdown between the China-led system and the American-led system. So it is a huge drain on resources. Um, it, it's unclear who you can say has the upper hand um, uh, from Zaporizhia, which is essentially in the middle portion of the Russian-held territory in Ukraine. Ukraine does seem to be now making some progress uh, and also has been very effectively striking targets on the Crimea Peninsula using uh, both airborne drones and also seaborne drones. Let me ask um, you this, because without getting into the minutia of, uh, minutia of, uh, of the, uh, the battlefronts and whatnot, um, what do you suppose Joe Biden's connection with China, Ukraine has in postponing and, and lengthening the, this war? He's got a lot of money from Ukraine. He got a lot of money from China. How do you suppose this works into this this uh, situation we find ourselves in? It's absolutely part of the equation. Uh, we now have the FBI 1023 forms. We now have the Department of Treasury suspicious activity reports, over a hundred of them, which also, uh, from what we've heard of the several dozen Congress uh, Congress members of Congress who have seen the SARS and the 1023s. It initially links the Biden family to uh, largesse received from Ukraine. So, of course, there's an interest in the Biden and the blue team spiking this story. But it's a lot more than that. I mean, now we have I mean, this, this crazy story where six CIA analysts have, have now come forward and have said they were essentially bribed to keep their mouths shut on uh, the origins of the COVID virus. I mean, if this is this overall cabal is not true. I don't know what is, but yes, there's tentacles, all of this, to the Biden family. All this links to Blinken and his 51 intel officer letter um, that the fraud that steered the election and influence, talk about unlawful election interference, the 51 intel officers that Blinken arranged out of the UPenn Biden nonprofit. Uh, talk about election <laughs> interference. Have you, have you ever seen anything? Have you ever, have you ever seen anything like when you were, you know, when you were uh, working with the DOD and whatnot? Can you imagine? Did you imagine any of this was going on? Yes, it's been said on a number of occasions, America will never fall to an external threat, but it's always this incredibly malign behavior of those who couldn't care less about constitutional America and will do whatever it takes, uh, including collusion with China, Russia, um, your total bribes and payoffs to throw an election and make sure Donald J. Trump didn't win in 2020. Uh, I, there is a deep state. There is a swamp. 
Donald J. Trump was right, and we are we America. We have to decide: or do we want a constitutional America, or do we just want to be corrupt like every other country that's ever existed in history? So this is this is uh, no. I never. This is why I think these th- this is why I say we we are in the beginning stages of the real American Revolution, and in this American Revolution, which I believe will be peaceful, I'm praying it will be more of a Berlin Wall Wall moment than a Tiananmen Square moment, but. But in this a revolution, the Minutemen will be Asian and black and women and white and German and all of this. We've changed so fundamentally. We became the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. So this revolution is going to be much more profound, and I, I believe that good will come out of it. Colonel John Mills, thanks for joining me today. you got a book. It's called The Nation Will Follow. Where can people find you on social media? Well, thank you. I'm Colonel Rhett John, Colonel R.T. John on Substack, Getter, and Truth. And book two, War Against the Deep State, comes out on October 2nd. So go to www.waragainstthedeepstake.com. The book comes out on the 2nd of October. You can pre-order Kindle now. Ed Martin did the forward and some great endorsements. General uh, Flynn, Sam uh, Sorbo. Uh, Ambassador Pete Hoekstra, Steve Stern from Flag Shirt and Precinct Project, General Blaine Holt and Vandersteel. Great number of endorsements. War against the deep state. War against the deep state. Colonel John Mills, we'll have you back on when the uh, book comes out, when I get a chance to thumb through it, okay? Have a glorious day, and thanks for joining me. Let's take a break. This is The Rob Carson Show. Coming up on the show, Poppy Harlow. She's on CNN. She gave the New Mexico governor a little what fur on this whole, uh, you know, restricting the uh, Second Amendment, suspending the Second Amendment. John uh, Kennedy got some great audio from him coming up uh, as well. And, uh, and wow, you won't believe how badly the Biden administration is about to screw UAW members. If you're down with, uh, with electric vehicles and all that, oh, boy, wait till you hear. Wait till you hear how badly you're getting screwed with electric vehicles, so that is coming up. Inflation accelerated to 3.7% as consumer prices heat up again. Well, I thought the uh, Inflation Reduction Act was going to fix that. And if I'm not mistaken, back in 2008, there was a subprime mortgage problem. Uh, my wife and I, we ended up losing our house. Uh, you know, we signed some papers. We're told that the uh, rate was going to go down, all of this stuff. Oh, sure, it's your fault, Carson. Okay, all right, fine. But, you know, a lot of people got homes they couldn't afford. We weren't one of those. We could afford it. We just couldn't afford it at seven point whatever percent interest. And then, uh, you know, uh, the whole thing collapsed on us. And our home values imploded. Went down 35%. Do you trust the government? Do you trust the government with your home? Do you trust the government with anything? Do you trust the government with your money? You know, a government that presides over the failure of two of the largest bank collapses in history this year? Yeah. You might want to consider maybe, I don't know, taking your money, a little bit of money out of your bank, or maybe taking a little bit of that 401k, investing in something that's always had value, will continue to have value, that is precious metals. Honestly, you consider what they're doing with digital currency? You don't think it'd be a good idea to have a little gold and silver just to have on your own? You never know how this is going to happen. What's going to happen? So what I would do is, is call uh, Swiss America. They were a, uh, a, a triple A uh, recommended BBB company. Uh, I've done business with them. You probably have done, many of you have done business with them. What I want you to do is write down this number, okay? So grab a pen. You owe it your, to yourself to write down this number just to get some information, okay? Or you can buy U.S. Silver Walking Liberty half dollars right now. It just, and for $13.50. 
So you can get information about investing, or if you just want to go ahead and get some some of these great walking Liberty half dollars, thirteen dollars and fifty cents, two hundred fifty per customer while uh, while supplies last. Call this number. Here it is: eight hundred two eight nine twenty six forty six. 800-289-2646. Mention my name, Rob Carson, when you call or text or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Okay? So walking liberty half dollars, just thirteen fifty, each delivered to your door while supplies last. Call or text 800-289-2646 or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Mix, uh, 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 messaging and data rates may apply or do apply, I should say. So that's what's going on with the uh, with uh, the economy. The economy is uh, is not looking good. I remember, and I didn't realize how bad it was last summer. I, I drove. I mentioned to you we drove down to uh, uh, Panama Beach, Florida, as our vacation, family vacation. We drove through uh, Missouri, Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, uh, Panhandle of Florida, all this, and saw people walking on the side of the streets with their Dollar General bags. People living in homes that were unhab- uninhabitable. Uh, small towns drying up. And then I saw it in where I grew up, southwest Iowa, in places like Panama, Iowa, and uh, Honey Creek, and Crescent, and Missouri Valley. And it's, it's, we're all hurting because of this. And I can't even imagine if you're on a fixed income or, or if you're working three jobs. And every time you go to the grocery store, it's insane. One of the biggest videos I ever did on Twitter was the, the two pounds of turkey at Walmart the other day. That's gone from four ninety eight to nine dollars and thirteen. Sure, has your paycheck increased that much? Oh, people are suffering. Help is on the way, but you got to be uh, you got to stay strong. All right, let's take a break. We've got much more coming up with the show. The number is eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. This is the Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is our number three of the Rob Carson Show. There is much, much, much to get to. Before the end of the show, remember the uh, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, the ones who uh, appeared at the Los Angeles Dodgers game, the uh, Catholic drag queen group that does uh, you know, really disgusting things, uh, making fun of the Catholic Church, performing uh, illicit sex acts in front of children, you know, like uh, hanging a mostly naked man on a cross while another man does a strip tease. You know, other than that, they're perfectly good. Well, apparently the Daily Wire shows that one of the uh, sisters on perpetual indulgement, 53-year-old Clinton Monroe Ellis Gilmore. Doesn't that just sound like a serial killer? I mean, honestly, uh, Clinton Monroe Ellis Gilmore was arrested this uh, past uh, August at Table Bluff Country Club in Lolata, California, after passersby noticed that he was openly becoming the master of his domain uh, outside of his car door with people walking by. Apparently that's what he got into. Yeah. Uh huh. So uh, he was uh, uh, performing this uh, not a, not performing this act of self pleasure in the, in the dark of night, but uh, in the daylight. Took place near a park uh, that Google lists as being good for kids and for a place for kid friendly hikes. Problem is that uh, this man had been previously uh, welcomed to read children's books at elementary schools around the area. There you go. There you go. There you go. Jill Biden tells Democrat donors nothing can slow down her husband. (laughs) Because he's going so slow, he can't go slower. Right? 
Oh, my God. First Lady Jill Biden, who, you know, you think she's sweet and everything, but nobody loves their husband, uh, you know, if they push their infirmed, mentally infirmed, incapacitated husband into another campaign for president and uh, another term. Sorry. Uh, something's going on. I don't know what's happening. But uh, loving people don't do that to the people they've devoted their rest of their life to. But that's, you know, whatever. That's neither here nor there. I know when my mom was like 87 years old after she had a stroke, I was like, you know, why don't you just run for office, Mom? Why don't you just run for office? Why the hell not? Seriously. No, no, I know. I know you can't do it, but do it anyway. I want you to do it. Yeah. Here's what Jill said. Nothing can slow him down, and he's ready to finish the job. Cece Padre. Yeah, nothing can slow him down, and he's, well, it's because he can't slow down anymore. I mean, he's going as slow as human, as you can without, you know, lying down. I guess that would be it. So I mentioned, you know, this, uh, this, uh, uh, leftist governor in New Mexico, who I'll just call Lindsay Lujan, uh, she has uh, gotten a whole lot of heat for just deciding she was having her own personal uh, crisis. You know, a lot of a lot of the times, like uh, you know, I'll just be honest, my wife uh, she talks every once in a while about her personal summer. You know, that happens when you you get you know. And it, I, I won't dwell on that because I'll end up paying for it tonight by sleeping in the guest bedroom. But that said, she uh, created her own crisis. She decided that she would do a gun grab because of some high profile shootings in. Uh, Albuquerque, and uh, it's a trial balloon. It, it is a trial balloon to see what uh, that uh, municipalities can do with uh, uh, getting rid of the Second Amendment. It is. It's a trial balloon to other bureaucrats around the nation, and thus far, it's not working real well. In fact, it's doing it's doing really badly. In fact, there's a, there are a lot of people here. For instance, the Democrat New Mexico AG is refusing to defend the governor and her uh, and her gun grabbing efforts. Says though I recognize my statutory obligation as New Mexico's chief legal officer to defend state officials when they are sued in their official capacity. My duty to uphold and defend the constitutional rights of every citizen takes precedence. So he's not going to defend her with what she has done. That's pretty good. Here is the uh, sheriff, a Democrat sheriff of Bernalillo County, talking about uh, this uh, order and how he's not going to enforce it. In reference to concealed carry and open carry, the Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office will not enforce this segment of the order. While I understand the urgency, the temporary ban challenges the foundations of our Constitution, but most importantly, it is unconstitutional. I have a fact for you. Criminals do not follow the law or a public health order. Never seen it. We will never see criminals follow the law. Once again, this only punishes law-abiding citizens. Yeah, pretty much. And that's what it is. That's what it's there for. It's meant to take away from the people who would defend the country from uh, a corrupt government. Those are the only people they're going after is people who would step forward to defend us against a corrupt government, not the common crooks who just go out and kill people, the the people who steal guns or buy them illicitly, whatnot, like Hunter Biden, you know, (laughs) in Chicago. None of those murders make any difference. But she's using a high-profile shooting to go after a class of guns and a group of individuals who don't commit the crimes. That's what this is all about. Um, Poppy Harlow. Poppy Harlow. Whoever thought that Poppy Harlow would actually ask hard questions of a Democrat? But but she did. But attractive to the eye and soothing. Ha! Poppies will put them to sleep. 
Yeah, here is uh, Poppy talking to the uh, governor of Arizona, or I should say New Mexico, about her illegal Second Amendment suspension. Because the Supreme Court last year totally changed what we're allowed to do, what you're allowed to do. And they said, unless you can base it in the history and tradition, you don't have grounds to do something like this. Mm. The New Mexico Constitution, I looked last night, Article 2, Section 6, says this, quote, no law shall abridge the right of citizens to keep and bear arms for security and defense. Yeah, that is the law there. The law. A municipality or county shall regulate in any way any incident of the right to keep and bear arms. Are you not in violation of both the U.S. Constitution and your state's constitution? Yeah, that's a question. Uh, Aren't you? I mean, uh, I don't believe we've had a point in our history where we absolutely flushed the Bill of Rights down the toilet. I mean, other than COVID, there was there was that. Here is uh, Lindsay Lujan responding. Well, that's their opinion. They have no bold actions. They don't have any plans for reducing. Yeah, that doesn't give you permission to act as a dictator. Violence, every single aspect in terms of preventing gun violence, uh, funds, uh, uh crime labs, more than $150 million for retention, bonuses, and recruitment of new police officers. Um, yeah, here's what caused the crime. Uh, the decay of society, uh, particularly inner cities with regard to the destruction of the family, uh, the celebration of gun violence and culture, uh, decriminalizing a lot of things, no cash bail, and defunding the police. All Democrat policies. That's what caused it. I'm focused on one thing. Uh, We have the third highest gun-related injuries uh, in the country. And part of that is because you're the governor. Percent higher than the Mm -hmm. national average. We lost 143 children between 2017 and 20. Were those uh, legal gun owners who did that? Well, of course not. 21. It is unacceptable, and it calls for immediate and swift and bold action. There you go. If you allow a governor to do that because she perceives uh, some sort of an emergency, then she could suspend whatever amendment she damn well pleases. And we can't that, let that happen. Here she is being asked about uh, you know this, this edict that she's issued, and, and the fact that it is being ignored, thankfully, by law enforcement. She's not going to be defended by her own AG. Here she is being asked about it being enforced. Has any law enforcement officer in Albuquerque or the county actually enforced this yet? Well, we haven't uh, issued any civil penalties, but that doesn't mean that we're not and that we don't have the ability to do that. But that's a no, right? Pushback I get from every single. Well, it's a no this minute. Yeah, it's a no this minute. No, it's a no forever. It can never exist. You need to be removed from office for even suggesting it in the first place. Are you going to keep doing this? 30 days, 30 days, take it up to the Supreme Court? Or is this about a statement right now? No, listen, um, I can make any number of statements and already have. In 2007, I was very clear about where I stood in my initial uh, congressional uh, race um, about gun violence. So this is nothing new. But the rates of gun violence in my state, third worst in the nation. Yeah, and that's because of the leadership of the state, which I believe, if I'm not mistaken, has been Democrat for, what, 80 years? And they're going to blame all of this on law-abiding citizens. And, and the worst part about it is they're taking away the only defense that people had. And I'm talking about he, people who don't carry guns. 
Uh, you know, the FBI literally underestimated the number of times that a, a law-abiding gun owner stopped a crime in progress. They underestimated by eight times because the FBI and other government agencies want to make it like gun ownership is bad when it is not. And why do you think all these uh, these mass uh, smash-and-grab robberies are happening? Why all this nonsense is happening in the country? Why are people being beaten on subways? Why are, why, I go on and on and on and on about the decay and the, and the, uh, the uh, descent into hell of our society. And it's all caused by Democrat policies. Where I live, Johnson County, Kansas, which is kind of run by a bunch of morons, by the way, a lot of leftists in uh, City Hall, uh, literally, I mean, Overspend. They just build another $40 million library, literally a mile after another library. You know, they got so much money, they're so awash in cash, they'd rather buy a $40, $50 million library than take care of, I don't know, outfitting a home of a disabled veteran. That said, because of open carry and conceal laws here, where you can, you can open carry if you want to, you can conceal carry. Nobody's threatened by it. Nobody's threatened by it. I wasn't threatened by it. When I worked at the Toyota dealership, I had people come in open carry, had a holster on their side. I was like, I don't care. That, that person's going to protect me if something happens. Nobody who is going to hurt somebody is going to walk around with their gun on their side. They're going to tuck it in, their, in their, uh, the front of their pants under their shirt. So they're run by a bunch of idiots. But you don't see smash and grab robberies here. You don't see uh, convenience store robberies here. You know why? Because that liquor store owner, a good chance he's got a gun and he's going to shoot your ass. Yeah, there's that. Uh, one more. One more little soundbite from uh, Poppy Harlow. <laughs> it's, Poppy, it's Poppy Harlow. Poppy Harlow. Uh, let me find it there. I, just, I actually may have just deleted it. Poppy Harlow um, with regard to uh, uh, the uh, restriction or taking away the Second Amendment in, uh, in the state of uh, North uh, New Mexico. Because the Supreme Court last yeah, year sure. totally changed what we're allowed to do, what you're allowed to do. And they said, unless you can base it in the history. No, I already played that one. All right, I, I've already played that one. So uh, let's just move on. There you go. Let's just move on. Um, I've got a few things I want to. I want to cover. Um, I'll, I'll just. I'll do this story, and then we will. Uh, we will. On the other side of the break, I want to talk about uh, Debbie Dingle from uh, from uh, Michigan. Uh, the cold hard reality that uh, building all these electric cars in the United States. What you didn't expect, what the unions thought was going to happen, which is, oh, my God, they're going to build these electric car factories, and they're going to build these battery factories, and they're going to employ more people, and and they're going to pay them higher wages. The opposite has taken place. The exact opposite has taken place. Workforces being shut, being uh, shut down uh, by uh, by 80%. Factories being closed. And the new factories, they employ 10% of the previous amount of employees. And they're making less than McDonald's in some locations. You think I'm kidding? Wait till you hear a Democrat. That's coming up next. This is The Rob Carson Show. All right, so, you know, I, I find it uh, really stupid. I just, I'll just call it really stupid. I find it incredibly stupid that there are books in kids' libraries right now, in book libraries, in, uh, in schools that I can't read on the air, or I would be fired. I'm serious. There are books like uh, All Boys Aren't Blue and Genderqueer, a memoir, that are showing up in libraries, uh, middle school, elementary school, high school, that I can't read on the air. 
And yesterday, John Kennedy, the uh, senator, he read one of these books in, in front of this hearing yesterday. It's called Book Bans, Examining How Censorship Limits Liberty and Liber Literature. And there were a couple people there, including uh, Illinois Secretary of State Alexei Giannoulis and Cameron Samuels, who is a student who uses they, them pronouns and had a placard with the title MX Cameron Samuels. And so John Kennedy decided to just read some books that uh, this, uh, this uh, Secretary of, uh, of Education, or Secretary of State, feels are fine to have in classrooms. So this is the bleeped version. I won't play the, uh, the actual version, because, you know, I have sensibilities. Check it out. Let's take two books that have been much discussed. Um, the first one is called All Boys Aren't Blue. Okay, hang on. It's old. And I will quote from it. Okay, here we go. I put some on and got him on his knees. Okay. And I began to slide. Uh, where's the part where Jack gets the magic beans and he and he uh, trades the cow for it? I, I'm not hearing that. Out of and kissed him while he. He asked me to turn over while he slipped. This was. Well, when, when does uh, Curious George go to school with the man in the yellow hat? I'm just, I'm just asking. It's got to be coming here in a second. And I was struggling to imagine someone. He got on top and slowly into me. It was the worst pain I think I have ever felt in my life. There you go. That's uh, that's John Kidd. He's getting heat for reading a book that Democrats won in school libraries publicly. <laughs> and here's Senator Kennedy going after the uh, the Secretary of State about said books. This is epic. What are you asking us to do? Are you suggesting that... Only librarians should decide whether the two books that I just referenced should be available to kids. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. okay. Tell me what you're saying. Please. Yeah, we want to know what the hell you're First thinking. First of all, there's this. Don't give me a speech. Tell me what you're asking will, me to do. With all due respect, Senator, and the words you spoke are disturbing, especially coming out of your mouth is very disturbing. You think that's funny? I don't think it's funny. I think it's sick. I think that's sick that crap is in any library. I would, I would also tell you that we're not advocating for kids to read porn to Senator Booker's. Well, why is it in the book? Advocating for? Why is we it We're advocating for parents, random parents, not to have the ability under the guise of keeping kids safe to try and challenge the world view of every single manner on these issues. You're getting conceptual game. I'm what not getting conceptual. Well, I'm yes, saying that you are. Yes, you are. Because you, you... Yeah, no one random parent is going to get those books yanked from libraries. But millions of them do. Thank you very much. Epic mic drop by Senator Kennedy. Going to talk about uh, green energy coming up in the next segment. This is Jim Gossett. Is John Kerry. They say John Kerry's deranged about climate change. He's turned into a basket case. Yeah, not going to work out for, well for if unions. If it bothered me, you'd never see because of Botox in my face. Yeah, I can barely move. I want America worst. 
instead of first. That's what Joe and I want to see. We think China's our friend, and then the end. Russia's not our enemy. Cause I got friends in commie places Overlook their crimes and their many disgraces Like way back when When I betrayed my men I would compare my fellow soldiers to Genghis Khan Russia and China, we should work together Genghis. About fake changes in the weather Cause I got friends in communist places. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So coming up, we got some audio from uh, Debbie Dingle about uh, the the big lie being sold to uh, UAW members and to American consumers about uh, about electric cars, and uh, it's really bad news for the people who build them. Also, the world's largest lithium reservoir found in a super volcano. McDermott Caldera in Nevada, $1.5 trillion worth of the metal that powers the world technology. I wonder if Joe Biden will try to kneecap it like the uh, Keystone XL pipeline, because this could only hurt China, you know, right? Details on that coming up. Also, guys, the number 800-922-6680 if you'd like to chime in. This is The Rob Carson Show. I was uh, growing up in the 70s and 80s, and I, I remember Jimmy Carter was the president, and uh, my dad, he worked for a uh, pipeline company, NCRA, and um, he said, he said, uh, you know, we're sitting here with tanks that are completely full. We're just being told not to uh, not to offload it. And, and it appears the uh, the gas crunch of the 1970s was all made up. We know this now because uh, we're sitting on oceans of oil and natural gas. And Joe Biden decided not to uh, to, to uh, uh, kneecap us and uh, and make us dependent on foreign oil. We don't have to be dependent on. Yeah, I got so damn tired of. Oh yeah, well OPEC is cutting uh, production, so the price is going up. Really, it, why don't every reporter? And this is this is a, a fine example of how the, the the government media complex is so corrupt. All you got to do is say, I know that gas prices are going up. Why are we going to Venezuela to buy their goop? And nobody answers that question. Well, now there's this. A lithium deposit discovered in a volcanic crater along the Nevada-Oregon border may be the largest in the world as demand source for the metal used in electronic production while China attempts to dominate the market. So we have now a a way to crush China economically. What do you suppose Joe Biden's going to do about this? He's going to call this land uh, off limits? He's going to do like he did with the, uh, the uh, wildlife area in Alaska? He's going to say, oh, yeah, we're, just, we're going to cut off. Uh, I wouldn't surprise me. Up to 40 million tons of the metal is estimated there. Formed about 16 million years ago. So now we have all we could ever need as far as fossil fuels, and now we have all we could ever need with regard to lithium being used in uh, all sorts of devices, from your cell phone, uh, batteries, whatnot. And go on and on. It's right here. We have a real chance. Uh, China is uh, not doing well uh, economically, and we have a real chance to uh, to make this, uh, you know, a, go- a new gold rush. It's a new gold rush. 
out west. But, you know, because it involves us and it involves Americans benefiting from it, not China, Joe Biden, I'm sure, will do his level best to make sure we can't have access to it. Uh, Debbie Dingle, who I'm really glad she didn't marry uh, Marion Barry, right? Wouldn't that be something else if her name was Debbie Dingleberry? I mean, honestly, that's my 14-year-old humor uh, level once again. Uh, for all the ladies in the audience, guys never really go past that 14-year-old stage as far as their humor. So if I get the chance to say Dingleberry, I'm going to use it. Auto strike odds, 50-50. The biggest issue is EV pay difference. Some EV workers make less than a McDonald's. Well, wait a minute. I thought that Joe Biden was going to usher in all this, uh, this new uh, untold... Uh, prosperity for the american worker remember at the beginning of the the administration he immediately signed an executive order to make all federal vehicles electric even though there are no electric dump trucks there never will be even though there are never there never will be any electric airplanes or at least passenger planes that are electric never unless they're run on maybe nuclear right but other than that no 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 no. never going to be any fishing boats that are electric never going to be any tanks that are electric it's a joke it's a joke and yet he did it anyway you know why I don't know. Maybe getting $10 million from China might have something to do with it. I'm just thinking out loud here. Generally, when you get millions of dollars, you pay somebody for millions of dollars, and they usually give you something in return. But here is Debbie Dingle talking about the big lie uh, with regard to these new EV plants. Perhaps the biggest issue is the differentiation between the internal combustion engine and the battery and what they're going to get paid for it. And the fact of the matter is most of those batteries aren't even part of this master contract right, right and we have to make sure that money is getting to the workers that they are making a decent wage uh-huh. they can't make 1650 an hour in lordstown ohio uh making a battery when they can work at mcdonald's for 23 dollars an hour do yes. you think the biden Which administration is what's happening yeah, right yeah, there now. you go there you go so you can make more mcdonald's and more at mcdonald's in lordstown ohio than you can at the uh, at the uh, battery plant isn't that interesting it's like you're almost sold a bill of goods right you know, you UAW members, nothing against you. You don't have a choice where your money goes. Your, your money, what political campaigns, it all goes Democrat. You know that as well as I do. Well, guess what? It looks like maybe the companies that own you are more concerned about uh, cutting your salaries and raking in lots of money because the government has mandated electric vehicles. You know, maybe there's a little bit of that. I don't know. This is uh, Bernie Marino. He is a, a representative in Ohio, standing outside of the fence in Lordstown, Ohio. One massive uh, factory, by the way, uh, that, that manufactured cars has been down. Hold on. I've got to find this. Bernie Marino. Hold on one second. Bernie Marino. I, uh, I'm not seeing it right now. Hold on one second. May have accidentally deleted it. But uh, Bernie Marino... Yes, that'll be fine. I'll find it real quick. Uh, this representative went to the Lordstown uh, factory and discovered that uh, uh, a whole lot, I got it, it's right here, um, that a whole lot of people have been fired. Uh, one massive factory has been uh, completely uh, shut down, and another factory right across the uh, way, hold on, I'll just have to find it. I had the uh, soundbite from Bernie Marino um, with regard to that. But it sounds to me like... Um, You've kind of been sold a bill of goods with regard to this uh, this EV this EV thing. 
And uh, if you can make more money, and this is also, didn't you find it kind of funny that uh, Debbie Dingle, she, I didn't say it, uh, she said that you can make more money at, uh, at McDonald's? All right, I think I got the, the Bernie Marino soundbite. Here is Bernie Marino standing outside of a closed factory near a new EV factory. 30 football fields on 600 acres. It sits here completely empty. Back when Sherrod Brown went to Washington, D.C., there was almost 11,000 high-paying union jobs right here in this factory making great, high-quality American vehicles. But thanks to Sherrod Brown and his policy, it's completely idle and completely empty. I had a plan wow, to save wow, this wow. factory, yeah. but instead, Sherrod Brown and the radical Democrats have a plan to make electric vehicles the standard, the mandate, for all of you to drive. Yeah. In fact, right over there, right behind me, is the new GM Ultium factory, Altium. which employs a tenth of the employees. What? Also represented by the UAW, what? but making 36% less money. What? There's going to be incredible pressure to have good negotiations with the car companies this, uh, this week. The problem is the car companies can't afford to pay their employees more money and do what the government, Sherrod Brown, wants them to do to shift to electric vehicles. Yeah. yeah. See, this is why I call, I say EVs are for posers. And I know a lot of people don't know that or don't like that. I don't even care. But, uh, but the fact is, um, the first cars were electric. Back at the turn of the last century, they had electric vehicles. Same technology. Well, the reason why they got rid of them is because of big oil. No, it's because electric vehicles have always sucked. That's why they moved on. That was the starter technology. We'll do, fire, we'll do electric, and then they decided to do internal combustion. They found out that the efficiency was much greater. They found that, uh, well, one of the things you need to do to create energy is burn fossil fuels. Yeah. I mean, you could try, uh, you know, windmills and uh, solar panels and never going to run New York, never going to run L.A., never going to run Des Moines, never going to be big enough to do any of those things. But fossil fuel burns more efficiently. Diesel fuel burns even more efficiently than that. It's, it's a fossil fuel, but it does. It burns more efficiently. It's, it's incredible. It's explosive. It's, that's why tractor trailers can get eight miles a gallon and, and tow 50,000 uh, pounds worth of, worth of uh, stuff. It's because of diesel. But, uh, but fossil fuels are a gift from God. That's why they're there. Uh, it looks like God has also gifted America with lithium as well, uh, which is for uh, Democrats who are mentally unstable. The, you know, a lot of times a psychiatrist will prescribe it. Or you can make it into batteries for a car. But the thing is, um, electric vehicles will never be able to fulfill the needs of uh, the consumer. There will never be an electric trains. There will never be an electric trains. There will never be any tr electric tractor trailers worth a damn. Because all of that electricity needs to be made. There's this thing for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So whatever you get out of driving your car, you, you drive your car, you push the accelerator, the product is moving that vehicle. And that requires energy, which is created by the explosions in the cylinders in your car that drives the drive shaft, etc. That's why, uh, you know, uh, uh, power plants are, are run on coal, like the one south of where I live. It's, it's run on coal. Because the coal is burned, it boils water, it moves turbines, it creates electricity. You cannot eliminate the middleman because the middleman creates the power. So to get the power to your, your whatever the hell you're driving, 
uh, you're going to have to burn something. Or you're going to have to come up with a way to do it. Right now, the most efficient way is, uh, is uh, nuclear. Um, uh, but honestly, uh, windmills can work on a limited capacity. Solar can work on a limited capacity. But they're both completely dependent on, I don't know, the wind and the sun. <laughs> there is that, right? So when you have a, a day there's no wind, like on hot days when you need it the most, the windmills are not turning. And then on the days that you need, uh, you know, uh, electricity the most, when there's rain or there's, there's blackouts or there's uh, a hurricane, uh, your windmills aren't gathering enough sun to power your house. And I was talking to a friend of mine who, uh, and, and I have nothing against battery technology in cars. It's wonderful. And, um, and, and I'll, I talked to my friend about what it costs to create an electric vehicle. So to create one pure EV, it takes nine times, uh, you, you, could, you could build nine plug-in hybrids for the amount of lithium and, and resources for one EV. Now, a plug-in hybrid is something you use. And I don't want to belabor this. I just want to educate you this because this is one of the things I learned when I had to sell cars for a living. It's pretty valuable stuff. Plug-in hybrid can give you gas mileage about 170 miles a gallon. You know why that is? Because if you've got a 40-mile commute in a plug-in hybrid, the car will go 40 miles or so on a charge before it needs the gas engine. So if you live 40 miles from or 50 miles from work, you drive the 40 miles, you have 10 miles on the gas, then you plug it into work, then you drive it home, and 40 miles is electric, and 10 miles is going to be gas. So your gas mileage is going to look spectacular. You're still using the energy to move the car. It's a different way. It's going to show up in your electric bill. And it, you can get nine of those cars. If you go with just a hybrid vehicle, now a hybrid vehicle like Toyota, uh, and I only speak of Toyota because they've invested, they're not investing in all this uh, EV bullcrap because they know it's going to face plant like it is with ford ford they can't give away f-150 lightnings right now because they have no capacity for payload you can't put anything in the back you can't haul drywall you can't haul a boat they're worthless they're worthless but uh but you can build 40 hybrid vehicles for the amount of materials needed for one electric vehicle and with a hybrid vehicle you can get a big truck which would be like a dodge 1500 chevy silverado in a Toyota Tundra hybrid and get 23 miles a gallon. Boom. Ford has a thing called EcoBoost that works pretty well. But, you, you know, they've got a new Land Cruiser they're making. It's going to be hybrid. You can get 30 miles a gallon. They've got a new Tacoma, which is a pickup truck. There's going to be hybrid next year. Four-cylinder hybrid, 30 miles a gallon. Or you can choose the electric, which has no capacity, no ability to haul anything, takes you forever to charge. The infrastructure for charging is terrible, and you've got to be able to create the energy, which right now is based on fossil fuels. So it's, it's, it's a waste. What are electric cars good for? Commuting and golf carts. There you go. There you go. That's, that's, that's one of the many things I learned about selling cars. I'm nothing against electric vehicles. I don't. I don't. But the, the, uh, the idea that they're going to become the utilitarian vehicle of the military and of everything in a business, if you believe that can happen, you're fooling yourself. You have no clue what you're talking about. Okay. Now I'm going to take a break. Come back. I've got a, uh, oh boy, I've got a uh, uh, don't catch a stupid update for the ages. Uh, your phone calls are welcome as well at 800 922 6680. We'll take a break and be right back. This is The Rob Carson Show. 
right, so I've got a really great story I want to share with you in a second. That uh, Jets game the other night when the uh, Jets beat the Bills. There was a bar in Wisconsin that offered free drinks if the Jets lost. Everybody at the bar saw Aaron Rodgers lead the game, so they started racking up bar tabs like nobody's business. Problem is, the uh, Jets didn't lose, so I'll get to that <laughs> in one second. But first, it's time for this. Stupid, 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 people, people, people. Just play stupid. Stupid is stupid. So a local rapper from Nevada was charged with murder in Vegas because a detective came across his music video posted on YouTube almost two years after the crime in which he confessed to the murder. Ken Juan Daniels, 25, arrested on August 29th for open murder with a deadly weapon and the fatal shirting of uh, 31-year-old uh, Randall Wallace in 2021. Uh, apparently, the uh, the rapper who goes by the name The Biggest Finn 4800 on his YouTube channel in his song said, uh, I be the reason why he's dead. We still taunt him when he die, not the reason he's dead. So celebrate the reason why his mama cry. Good luck getting the job with that grammar. Anyway, uh, on October, on September 18, 2021, police responded to a call of a man being shot uh, near uh, Lake Mead Boulevard, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Wallace was pronounced dead on the scene, and the detectives looking into it as a suspect found the lyrics. Here's some more lyrics. Uh, I'm the reason you, uh, why you dead. You could you, you put R in there, or maybe an apostrophe R-E. Just, I'm just saying, I'm going to put a red mark on that, because, you know, I'm a grammar Nazi. I'm the reason why you dead uh, instantly raised red flags for the cops. <laughs> wow. Uh, as McDaniel went on, he uh, detailed how, uh, what cops think are the details they've been looking for all along. Quote, here's some more lyrics. Are you ready for the genius of this guy's writing? It's, uh, it's spectacular. It's, it's just, wow. Uh, parked the car, double back on feet, the smartest way to slide, drove in, double lock, yo, man, make sure you get your bod. Do I sound white or what? I mean, I have never sounded this white in my life. Uh, 8 News Now also reported McDaniel said the word midget in the video. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I would have said little people. But anyway, use the word midget, which is Wallace's nickname. And uh, now the, uh, the rapper has been arrested and uh, he is uh, being held uh, on, uh, on bond. And he'll face a preliminary hearing because he's stupid. Stupid, 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 stupid. People, stupid. People, people, people. Just play stupid. Stupid is stupid does miss blue. Who got stupid? Uh, Lee, it's just stupid to have a good time. Lee sent me this uh, this story this morning. There's a bar in Wisconsin. They offered uh, free drinks if the Jets lose, and they were all excited because Aaron Rodgers got booted or you know removed for the uh, for the torn Achilles. Which, by the way, I don't know if this is going to be season ending or a career ending because I saw the video. Here's a little audio. The bar tabs they've been racking up all night, thinking certainly with Rodgers hurt, the bar was going to be paying that tab. Yeah, it is setting in. They are going to have to go to the bar. And pay that tab. Who wants Jaggers? Jagger bombs anybody. That's where we're at. They're on me. This offer is going to be in effect for the They're on me. for another 12 games this season. Kamikaze. As long as the Jets and Packers are not playing at the same time, this Jets lose you win promotion is in effect tonight. Bill and Natalie, the house one. <laughs> well, you roll the dice, you take your chances. I mean, there's always the possibility. Yeah. yeah. AJ, AJ, do yeah, these some, 
Do these fans yeah. kind of deserve it for cheering for a Packers Hall of Famer and a Super Bowl champion and four-time MVP to get injured? <laughs> I don't think that they were cheering for the injury bill as much as they were cheering for their odds of having a free night of booze on the house. They were well, yeah. for it. It was a thought, at least, when Rodgers got hurt. I have a feeling that come tomorrow morning, a lot of these folks are going to wake up unhappy about the bar type they had to pay and unhappy that some of them showed up on video clapping and waving at the screen or, when or a when you're, legend got hurt. Or when you're laying there next to your wife the next morning and she's, uh, you know, just looking at your, you know, the bank account. And she's going, what the hell did you spend $350 on last night? Well, I was pretty much uh, buying drinks for uh, the whole night before the whatever. Okay, great, fine. And that's when it's all over, when she says fine. When she says fine, you're dead. So was it really worth it? <laughs> All right, uh, before I uh, wrap things up here, I want to mention, uh, if you want to hear the show today or any day, check out the podcast. Uh, we also have a couple other pod- pod- podcasts on the Newsmax Podcast app. Uh, you got Jerry Callahan, you got uh, Greg Kelly and others. Of course, this show, go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Okay, and if you'd share that today, that would be huge. Back to wrap things up in a minute. This is the Rob Carson Show. Mitt Romney says he's not going to run again, and he thinks Donald Trump shouldn't. Well, Mitch, or Mitt, uh, you sucked at what you do. So, uh, yeah, forget that. Have a glorious day. God bless you guys. I'll see you tomorrow. And until then, do not catch the stupid.